Emma here with Truthful Youth, the podcast, where I speak about everything that concerns teenagers. If you'd like more insights, please follow my Instagram, Truthful Youth Podcast, and if you like what you hear, remember to subscribe. I hope you enjoy the episode. Okay, hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode here on Truthful Youth. Today I have a guest here, and she can introduce herself. Yes. Hi, my name is Ariel Green. I am the host of the Sustainable Brown Girl podcast. I created that community to connect and inspire women of color to live more sustainably. And um, on the podcast, we highlight women of color who own sustainable businesses or are involved in environmental activism. And I also have my own YouTube channel called Naturally Mermaid, where I share my journey um, with being sustainable and gardening and living intentionally. Yeah, that's very exciting. And first of all, I want to ask you, Ariel, what exactly is sustainability? Sustainability is a broad term that can apply to things other than environmentalism, although that's mainly how we like hear it spoken of like recently. Um, but the broad term of sustainability is the ability to, uh, or the ability of how something can be maintained at a certain rate. So in regards to the environment, we consider the actions that we're taking part in and if it will be continue, if we can continue down that road for a long period of time. So for example, is it sustainable to cut down so many trees and still expect to have clean air? Probably not. <laughs> or is it sustainable to continue throwing tons of trash in the landfills knowing that it isn't going to break down? So, you know, you just want to look at those things and see if it's sustainable in the long term. Yes, absolutely. And as you mentioned, we often think mainly about the environment when we talk about uh, sustainability. So I wonder which aspect of the climate crisis are you most concerned about? I'm concerned about all of it because it's so connected, you know, like I'm concerned about governments not stopping corporations from burning fossil fuels. I know that it'll take a while for those corporations to kind of dial back, but I don't think that governments are being as proactive as they could be. Um, I'm also worried about plastic pollution and it making its way to the ocean and, um, you know, clogging up landfills. I'm also concerned about rising temperatures and rising sea levels. So, you know, all of those things are connected and it's throwing our planet kind of out of whack. But I'm mainly worried about how those things will affect you know, the planet, like as far as natural disasters go, because it's so unpredictable. Yes. But do you know how, do you have any thoughts on how we can prevent this? Yeah. Well, I would say voting, once you become a voting age, it's really important to support politicians and ballot measures that are going to protect the planet. It's also, or other things that we can do is to choose to buy from companies that are actively trying to reduce their carbon footprint and create products that don't contribute to the problem. Um, and then of course we can take individual action. We can look at how much waste we're producing in our daily lives and we can start reusing reusable products and avoid plastic and support local businesses. 
But at the end of the day, we also have to remember that 100 companies are the source of 70% of greenhouse gases. So although some companies or people try to make it seem like it's our responsibility, um, at the end of the day, it's corporations and government's responsibility. So I think the best thing we can do is vote and support companies that align with our beliefs. Yes. And you mentioned that it's possible to buy from uh, stores and companies that are more sustainable and that has the environment in mind uh, when they produce their clothes or products. Do you have any mm -hmm. specific companies uh, you think uh, we should support? Yeah, well, I mean, there's so many companies popping up that are, you know, that, for example, when it comes to shaving, like if you shave often and you typically buy reusable razors, you can buy a metal razor and, you know, that way you only have to buy one and it should last you your entire life. And the company that I like that makes metal razors is Leaf Shave. So, you know, you can support companies like that who are, you know, creating a solution to a problem. Yes. And do you have any uh, brands that sell clothes that you think are worthy of checking out? There's none. I mean, there's Patagonia, of course. Like, there's some of the bigger companies. But I think, like, shopping secondhand is always good. Um, but of course, you know, sometimes we need new things, but I think the most important thing is really just looking at the, you know, the about page on different companies and seeing what they believe in. If they uh, support 1% for the planet, which means that they're giving 1% of their proceeds to, you know, help the environment or, you know, there's different um, initiatives that companies can partake in that that show that they're a solution to the problem. Yes, absolutely. And in the beginning of uh, this interview, you mentioned that you have your own podcast. And I yeah. know that you talk a lot about sustainability there. What is your favorite interview and why? My favorite interview is actually the most recent one, which was the season finale for this season. And I talked to a life coach and we talked about how to combat eco-anxiety. So when you're, a lot of people in this environmental space, we feel the weight of the world literally on our shoulders. And, you know, sometimes we can be really hard on ourselves, feeling like we're not doing enough to save the planet, you know. But um, after talking to that uh, life coach, Alejandra, I learned that you... You can't put, you know, you can't put so much pressure on yourself. Like I was saying earlier, 100 companies contribute 70% of greenhouse gases. So it's not all on us. And we need to, you know, give ourselves grace and take care of our mental health and, you know, just not blame ourselves for everything. Yes, absolutely. And is there anything that has like shocked or surprised you the past year about sustainability? Recently, well, especially in the last year, I've seen so much greenwashing, which means that companies like specifically I've seen like yesterday I was in the drugstore and I saw a sign for CoverGirl and it said that their ingredients were clean and vegan. And I'm like, uh, I don't know if that's true. So a lot of companies, now that they know that sustainability is a hot topic, they're saying 
and probably in most cases untruly that their um, companies are sustainable. So that's been really surprising. And I know that they can trick a lot of people who may not completely know the truth. So yeah, that's been really surprising to me. So be on the lookout for that. <laughs> yeah. How can we know that a company uh, speaks the truth and that they're actually caring about the environment? Research, really, you know, you'll just have to Google and look at, or even if you're in the store and say you're looking at CoverGirl or you're looking at, um, you know, some shampoo or something that says that it's made with vegan ingredients, just look on the back. And if it looks like a word that's a chemical, it probably is, you know. <laughs> so just look for like some of the most chemical ingredients like parabens and sulfates and stuff like that. Of course, it's going to vary from product to product. But I think Googling the company and, you know, trying to find out what ingredients that are in their products, um, that's probably the best way. Yes. And you also mentioned earlier that we should, because consumers aren't really the ones who are the biggest problem when it comes to the environment, but it is yeah. the companies and it is the governments. What do you think about uh, that Biden one? How do you think this is going to uh, affect uh, sustainability and uh, how the government, you know, cares for the environment? Yeah, well, I think Biden is better than Trump. But I think that he's not as proactive as we would like him to be. Um, you know, like with the Democratic Party in America, it's like, you know, slow change. And a lot of times, you know, like they don't sometimes they don't even want things to change. You know, we have a few people who are more progressive and really pushing for the Green New Deal and more um, environmental um, initiatives. But I, you know, I think Biden will help us move forward, but not as quickly as, as I would like. No, no. Right. But even though we don't have the main responsibility, what can I do to live more sustainably? Like, how can I help the environment? Yeah. Well, I would say look at your daily life and see maybe where you're producing the most waste or see things that you do often and see if you can come up with a reusable um, alternative. So for example, if, you know, we talked earlier about shaving, if you often buy the, re, um, the plastic razors, then see if you can get a metal one. Or if you cook a lot, you know, and maybe you want to make sure that you're using all of your food before it goes to waste, um, you know, things like that. You just want to be able to find a solution that's, that's like more long-term, you know, like you're not always throwing things away. Yes. And do you also think that if I want to help the environment, I should become like a vegetarian or become vegan? Um, I think that reducing how much meat you eat definitely will, you know, make a difference because the way meat's produced, like on a massive scale, it does contribute to, um, you know, greenhouse gases and whatnot. So yeah, I think definitely, um, you know, putting more fruits and vegetables in your diet. And if you can shop at farmer's markets, like shop locally is a lot better than, you know, shopping maybe at a big grocery store where they're bringing in fruits and vegetables from so far away. 
Yes, absolutely. And I also wonder, because I know like the younger generations are the ones who care more about the environment, especially yeah. since it's our future exactly. and we have grown, grown up with it. So I wonder, how do you think that we can use our voice to, you know, reach the older generations, but just people in general? I think that by talking to your family members, you know, like uh, your mom and dad and your aunts and uncles, grandparents, and letting them know, you know, like the effects of the things that they're doing and how it is harmful to the planet, you know, like just talking to my parents, like I'm in my thirties, my parents are in their sixties, but they don't know a lot of things, you know, that, that I know now, as far as, you know, how much waste we produce and things going to landfill and whatnot. And I think that just educating them is, is like one of the best ways to go. Yes, absolutely. I totally agree. Um, mm -hmm. Is there anything you want to add? Um, yeah, I mean, just do what you can as far as living sustainably, making better choices goes. You know, don't burn yourself out, but we can all make a difference. And, you know, as long as we're trying the best that we can. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for joining me today, Ariel. I hope you all learned something. I know I did. Yes, bye. Thank you, bye. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed and learned something. If you did, I would be so happy if you subscribed and rated. If you'd like more insight, follow me on Instagram on Truthful Youth Podcast. See you in the next episode.